the Modern Black Man Podcast. Welcome to another episode of Modern Black Man Podcast. This week, I am joined by one of my favorite co-hosts, the big bro, Mr. Douglas Fisher. What up, world? What up, world? Bro, I got a good topic today. Um, I want to talk about convenient Christianity. Oh, wow. That's interesting. I want to define convenient Christianity as Christianity centered around fitting God to our lifestyle versus our lifestyle to God. Yep, that, that makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> I think there's a lot. I, I think of, that's the best definition you can possibly get to the word convenient Christianity. Absolutely. It's, um, it's the tendency of trying to bend um, God's will to the world, which is impossible. And um, I, I've really seen in so many instances and experienced so many times um, that convenient Christianity, you know, those people that you meet that want to have Christian standards, Christian values, a Christian life, but the fundamentals and the foundations aren't upheld by the individuals, you know, Mm -hmm. people that want to have, I don't know, anything with integrity and with God in it, but not making it about God is always a setup for failure. I think that in this conversation, we're going to have a lot of examples to look at. I think we'll be able to relate to a lot of instances of this convenient Christianity. Cause I know I've certainly um, seen it in, in the culture. Have you seen uh, examples? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think that's, um, I think that's apparent in more than 90% of Christians today. Uh, I mean, including myself in many, in, in many cases, including me too. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm no, I'm no stranger to that lifestyle. Um, but if I may, uh, I want to enlighten you a little bit on the why. Okay. Um, I, I think there's a, I think there's a simple reason why. And edify me. Go ahead. I say edify me. Well, here, here's the thing. I think most Christians don't don't know the Jesus they serve. They they um, and when I say don't know him, I mean they they don't they they have a different um, what's the word I'm going to a different representation of him in their mind as to who he is, um, and because of that, they aren't serving him the way he saw and he he purposed us to serve him. I should say we, I shouldn't say them. I should say we, because um, like I said, um, I wasn't always knowledgeable of who Christ was myself. So if I may, there are two specific verses that I want, not not uh, verses, but uh, two specific uh, uh, Bible verses that I want to, um, for our readers to, to read for themselves. And I want them to kind of read it over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. until they start to, visualize who it is that Jesus actually is. Okay. So the first one is going to be from, um, where did I, I just lost it. Okay. The first one is going to be from Matthew 28. I don't know if you have your Bible, but you don't, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to pull it out uh, just in your listening, just 
make sure you go back to it when you get a chance. So Matthew 28 is uh, the the last meeting. It was an actual scheduled meeting that Jesus had spoke to um, uh, 500 or so people where he gave what we what we refer to as the Great Commission. Right mm-hmm. now, um, all the all the uh, the gospels have the commission have a commission in it. However, this one is referred to as the Great Commission for what I will discuss <laughs> later on in this conversation. Make the cycle, uh, bro. Yeah, that, that, that exactly, exactly. So um, Matthew twenty eight eighteen says, then Jesus came to them and said, all authority has, excuse me, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. Okay. Um, and then I want to go all the way over to Revelations, uh, Revelations 1. Okay. Um, and we're just going to just, just go with 8. Revelations 1, 8. Okay, I give about five seconds so to read the, those that's listening. They do, you know, have an opportunity to get to it. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, so Revelations uh, one eight. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord God. I am the one who is, the one who always was, and the one is still to come, the Almighty. Now, if we know anything about Revelation, we know that's the revelation of Christ. We know that's the revelation of Jesus Christ. Actually, that, that was Christ that was speaking at that time. Okay. Now, not to go too far into depth um, so that we don't lose our, our listeners. But when, when John had turned and saw Christ, who he, what, what he saw was a man with fire in his eyes. Okay, who he saw as a man with fire in his eyes. He wasn't this meek and mild person that, you know, that, that walked, the, walked the earth and was, you know, sinless before man. And no, there's nothing wrong with that. However, when Christ comes back, and I don't mean when he comes to take up the church. I mean, when he actually comes back, um, it says that every knee will bow. And the reason, I mean, I think that every knee will bow is because, I mean, you, when you look at the one that made you, it truly frightens you. Okay. Mm. It truly frightens you. But us as Christians, we forget about that fact of, you know, true obedience and true respect to who we serve. John, when he had saw Jesus, he fell to his face in fear. Okay. And it wasn't just fear of like, you know, when you see a ghost and you get scared, it was fear in reference to in reverence to who made me and the fact that he's right in front of me right now. Right. Mm-hmm. And no matter no matter what happens, I have no control over what goes on at this apparent moment. And the problem is, is we as Christians, we have gotten so caught up in the 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 just the the convenience of being a christian as you as you so eloquently put it which is smart i think the being a christian can be convenient in many cases um but i think a step over that is the problem that they don't that we don't realize is that we're the enemy of the country we live in apparently right at this apparent moment we are the enemy of the country we live in Uh, well 
the average thing that goes on to, in today's politics, that goes on today's social climate, it is against biblical standard. Mm -hmm. Okay, so for instance, um, 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 homosexuality, uh, tra transsexuality, uh, uh, abortion, um, uh, promiscuity. murder, promiscuity, having sex without outside a way of life. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, I mean, the, the list just goes on as far as what we would refer, refer to as normal these days. Are you talking right? about sins of the flesh are normal? I'm talking about sin, period. Yes. I yes. mean, but I mean, we, we, we can't not sin. But the sure. fact of the matter is the majority of sins that we see today, we actually call normal. And, mm -hmm. the, and our country refers to as good. Mm -hmm. Right. So i can't call i mean if if god is love the bible said god is love how can i call god love and then say that two men love one another mm -hmm. are in love with one another rather mm -hmm. does that make sense do you see the dynamic that you are trying to put god into so that i think that is the the, the basis of our issues as christians that we are allowing the world to to come to come to, to change the church rather than the church changing the world and I think that most of the things that happened in this country wouldn't have happened today if you know the church took the stand that it was supposed to take. But that that's my that's my take on the convenience of Christianity is we just sit back and watch. And that's why we're going through the things we're going through at this apparent moment. Mm. Absolutely. Um it's absolutely it's the convenience of the Christianity that we value. It's not the Christianity that we value. Right. Yeah, because, uh, you know, uh, I, I think that, you know, people people do need something to believe in, which is great that they, they found as Christians, they found the the truth. Um, however, if you are just if you got saved, you you know, you receive Jesus as your personal savior. Uh, um, um, that's great. You're going to heaven. Good. Right. But with those of us that got baptized. Right now, this is this is going to hit home for a lot of people. Those of us that got baptized made a public declaration for who we serve. Amen. Right. So when we made that public declaration, we wasn't supposed to stop there. Like, you know, no, we like, signed uh, up for a change. We signed up for a change. Exactly. To make change. Mm -hmm. Right. So that Great Commission said to go and make disciples. They didn't just say just be one. Mm hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. It's it's easy to just be one. That's the convenient part. I'm a I'm a disciple of Christ. That's easy. I got to say it's easy. It's Go ahead. that we can't just wear the flag. We ain't just banging the gang like we really we're going to go out there and do this. Exactly. To put it in, put it in, to put it in colloquial terms. Yes. <laughs> um, we can't just uh, we can't just say I'm, I'm, I'm a crip now. Mm hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because somebody's going to come up to you and ask you where you're from. And if you say you're from such and such, they want to, they want you to prove that. Spit your lip. However, as in reference to being a Christian, you can't prove you're a Christian by just saying I'm a Christian. Nobody cares that you say you serve God. Nobody cares. Mm -mm. Right? Right. But if, you're, if your life is conformed to serving Christ, everybody knows it already anyway. Does that make sense? It sounds like you're saying that if we are true followers of Christ, people will see the Christ in us. And our mission is to have that on display everywhere that we go, to display that light everywhere that we go, not just to dispel the darkness, 
but to provide more life in this world. Right. Um, the um, the difference between us and every other world religion is the word works. Everybody else thinks that they have to perform works to get to heaven and they have to perform works to be saved, so on and so forth. Faith alone. Faith alone. That's what that's that's what our Bible teaches us. However, however, works aren't necessarily a bad thing. And in terms of other people, that's when they become a good thing. Because your works should be what shows everybody else who you are and who you represent. And that should be all it, what, it, what it does. It, it, you should, it should be an active representation of what you do on your normal day basis. Because um, if, I, if, I, if, I'm, if I go all the way to work, I, t- I mean, what would it, it take me an hour to get to work every day? So if I, I drive to work and drive home, and between those, those 13, 14 hours of being away from home, if nobody can tell that, I'm, uh, that I serve Christ, what good am I to the kingdom? Amen. Amen. But don't you think that, and I want to talk about that point because I think that there is often an unfair burden that's put on Christians. Uh, because you're a Christian, you're going to have to turn the other cheek. And people antagonize uh, or even persecute God's people um, for that reason. I see it so often when a Christian makes that single uh, step off the path. It might be one foot, it might be two feet, but because they do not have their light on display or their light is dimmed, it's assumed by worldly people that there is no light. And I think that in and of itself is the absence of God. God is forgiveness. I, I, I've, I've read this Bible and I've read so much life in the book and that's what comes back to me and that's what I struggle with in my flesh is forgiving other people because I'm not him. And I don't have that infinite wisdom to forgive everyone. Okay. Well, I, I would I would tell you like this, B. Let me know. Um it is really hard to understand how a person can say that what I'm going through is too much. Mm. Right? Right. And the reason why I can't understand when a person says what I am going through is too much, because Jesus, when he was on the cross, he died for the sins of every man for all time, all sins for all time. He paid it. Okay. So when I'm, when, when, if, if you, if you try to just for a second, visualize the world and you visualize the world from start to now, how many people have lived on the world. And we know for a fact that there is no man other than Christ that has ever stepped on this earth that did not sin. So if we were to put a number on man from start to finish, we'd be in the trillions, obviously, because, I mean, there's a lot of people that have lived and died in the past just since Christ has since Christ, years, uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, yes, essentially. So just since Christ, we got 2,000 and some odd years. Right. So before that, we have um, a little over a little over 3,000. So we're a little about around 5,000 years. If we put a, if, if we have all men of all time and all their sins on the shoulders of one man, he died and he rose himself from the grave. Mm-hmm. Who am I to say that I can't do the one thing that he asked me to do and that's be forgiving? Thank you. Right. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Because he, because he forgave all sins for all time. And all we have to do is choose him. And we get a we get that brand new slate. That's how you become saved. Then uh-huh. saved means being saved from the wrath of Christ, the wrath to come. So if I'm being um, saved from His wrath, it, it'd be rude of me 
I mean, it, it, it's it would be useless of me to, it would be yeah, like, to just to say I can't. <laughs> I can't forgive this person right. for lying to me right. or lying on me right. when 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 people blaspheme Christ on a daily basis. Every, yes. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that that that's I, I don't I don't. It's because yeah, we have but, pride and ego, and there's no do for it. He's the only one that should have any kind of ego, and he's the example of what true humility is. Right. Right. I think um, another problem is, is I mean, there are a lot of different uh, things going out around now in reference to uh, doctrines that are being misleading to pull people more and more away from the church. The reason why, I mean, we're in the direction we are right now is because the divisions in, in the church, because we have gotten away from ad, um, obvious biblical teachings. Uh, we've gotten away from uh, the hallmarks of Christianity, and we started absorbing worldly acts and worldly ways of thinking of things. Um, for instance, like uh, one of the hallmarks of being a Christian is knowing or uh, examining exactly who Christ is in reference to the Trinity. Like, if you can't accept the Trinity, how can you honestly know him? Right? Yes. So, um, uh, my, my 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 goal in this conversation is to to get the convenience out of out of our mindset by by getting us to understand that that it is not easy to be a Christian. It can't be because Christ said that we're I mean, that it's going to be harder for us. You know what I'm saying? He, he literally told us that it's, hey, this ain't going to be easy. This ain't no walking apart. You know what I'm saying? But. It's, it's, it's the, scripture, though. The scripture is the truth. Yeah. That's the blueprint. That's the lesson. Um, I think it's Second Timothy, uh, for anyone that's listening that might want to look this up. Second Timothy 3.16. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Um, that is what's missing. Mm-hmm. I just, you're making good points, bro. Keep going. I'm just, I, I just wanted to spit that out. That was something that was on my top. Well, that makes sense. I, I, I mean, I don't want to, you know, defeat your, your 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 thought process or your logic because you make great, you make great sense. And you do too, bro. Um, the the goal is, like I said, is for us to c- come to a clear understanding that it it isn't honestly convenient to be a Christian if you're doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. If you are doing it the way that Jesus prescribed it, it's it's downright difficult. <laughs> it's downright it's impossible but the, the but what it's not impossible because the reason why it's not impossible is because of that first that that, that that great commission because he said i have been given all authority in heaven and on earth so if i am doing things the way that i know he wants me to do it even though her 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 and her and him 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 gonna have a problem with it it's all going to work out because his authority in my life says that I'm supposed to do what I'm doing anyway. So since I'm doing exactly what he said, then the 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 aftermath of me doing what he said is always going to be in my benefit because I'm benefiting the kingdom and not myself. Um when you say myself, if, like I said are you talking in the flesh or are you talking about Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um, you know you know me and I you know I've always been a fan of Trey songs. Uh, me too. Uh, they uh, he had I can't I'm trying I can't think of the song it was, but he has said something into the effect of uh, 
Um, he's losing the battle or losing the fight with his ego. And I don't even know if he realized what he said, but it was the, the it was the bravest thing and honestly the wisest thing I've ever heard come from him. Is that the song Ego that he's talking about? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I really don't remember. But like I said, I do remember him saying that he's um, losing a fight with his ego. Mm-hmm. Um, like it won't let him go. And that is what happens in most Christians' lives is because we don't want the world to look at us weird. We don't want to be weird. We don't want to be the inconvenient one in the room. We don't want to be looked at like, okay, oh, he's one of those Christians. No, that, that, that's not how we want to be looked at. We want to be looked at as one, 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 of the, one of the group. But fact of the matter is, is when you chose Christ, you chose a different team. <laughs> and it's, it's okay. I think, I think if, that, if, if it's anything we need to get the listeners to hear, it's, it's okay. You are not who you were. And that person wasn't going to heaven. So it's kind of good that you aren't who you were. Does that make sense? Amen. Uh, just because I, I think I'm vaguely familiar with that, I believe the verse starts when he's saying that when everything's wrong, feels so right, I've been losing the fight with my ego. Yeah, that very one. Very good. Yeah, that's exactly what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And he said, it's like, it won't let me go. Right. Like, But it's not going to let you go because that's your flesh. Your flesh is not, I mean, you, you got your flesh. It ain't going nowhere. The uh, if he had, if he had changed it to to sound more like a Christian, he would have said, "I'm losing a fight with my flesh." Mm. Um, and we all are losing the fight with our flesh unless we start treating Christ as the way He's supposed to be treated. He is not a baby in the manger. Oh wow! You said he, <laughs> he is a man with fire in his eyes. He he, he is uh he he's real. You know what I'm saying? If you if you if you want to look at him for real, look at him as the one that made you, the one that created you, but also the one that is going to judge you. Yeah. Now us as Christians, we I mean our judgment is totally different. Though he will sit on the judgment, it's called the judgment seat of Christ. If you know anything about those those days, uh, in, in Christ's days, the 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 the, the judge um, during the games. He judged the winners and, and losers of the match as well. So just like, okay, so the, let, let, let's, let's put it in colloquial terms. If you think of the Olympics, mm-hmm. right, um, you got first, second, and third place. Okay. They've all won. They all, you can got gold, silver, and bronze, right? But they are standing in front of the judge when that occurs, right? Everybody else isn't. <laughs> so... If you think of yourself in Christianity, think of yourself as on that top tier, that number one, with the gold on your around your neck. Or you can look at yourself as the one that says number three with the bronze around your neck. I want to be the one with gold doing exactly what, I, what he told me to do. Prescribed as in creating disciples, bringing more people to the faith so that God can have what he preferred because he said that he desired that as all Amen. men be saved. Correct? So... The, he 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 that that's our purpose is to 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 create god's desire and or manifest god's desire on earth and if we're not doing that once again the question is what good are you to the kingdom it's just such it's such a bigger <laughs> vision and so you, such a uh, a high calling I, I i love the excitement i don't think people have that perspective i think that people in the flesh uh, they do things like they do everything else they try to be measured 
they try to be uh, concise. Um, and that's not Christianity. It is the most intense and burning passion because it is from God. And that's, that's why right. I can quickly identify things and not of Christ because the passion. Um, Trey Songs is one mm-hmm. of my favorite artists because the boy can can produce that. Uh, the intensity is 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 very much there. Um, I hated Trey Songs when he first came out, but I've grown in appreciation just listening <laughs> to those lyrics because I really believe that that's somebody who is in tune. I I, I genuinely believe that. Um, to come back to the conversation um, and what you're talking about, um, it's a duty. I think you're hinting at our duty as soldiers in this army of Christ. And it is, it's diligence that's missing. That's why our world has transformed and become what it has become. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah um, I'm trying to think of the name of that, uh, that one uh, um, gospel uh, rapper Bizzle, that I listen Dayton. to a lot. You probably, you, Bizzle, Bizzle. So, I, okay. Thank you for helping me out with that, because yeah. you know I listen to him all the time. <laughs> but the, the the he um in one of his most recent albums, uh, he is talking before he goes into the song, and he's talking to those those of of us that are you know are or were gang bangers or are gangsters or whatever, and he says to the he says uh, he a clear point that. Hey, I'm not saying you can't be a thug, cause we can right. use Being that. I just need you. We, we just need. To, we need. We need. Yeah. We need thugs for the kingdom. So if you gonna bang, bang for the right. bang for the one that made all day you. long. Because go go hard for the one that made you is what he's saying. Go hard for him, cause you can't. I mean, cause you really cannot. And I, I mean, I say this with no humble heart. I'm not saying this. As, I'm, I'm saying this. Um, with my 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 finger mm-hmm. pointed at you, okay. So if if you're a listener right now, I'm saying this with my finger pointed at you. You cannot help save souls by waiting for them to come to you. Ooh. You have to be willing to go to them. If you think about P, uh, Peter, Paul. If you think about Paul. If yeah, you think about Peter, if you think about Paul, and you think about anyone else that mm-hmm. was living in that day, people did not come to them to talk about what they experienced with Christ. They were they went to the street. They went to the street. Now we look at that that guy that's on the the, the megaphone on the on the corner saying uh to, um, um accept Christ as personal savior the, the day is at hand the, the, I mean we look at him as crazy but the fact of the matter is he's doing exactly what Christ told him to do. Right. <laughs> now it may seem like you know a little out of place or a little crazy or a little um uh over the top, that's only because you are not doing it. But if that, if that were you, you would be, and you had took the calling that, that that man on the corner takes, you would be looking at it as your duty. You know, like you, you talk said. about Paul. I just want to so, say a verse from Romans. Romans 8, uh, 139. There is therefore now no condemnation mm-hmm. for those who are in Christ Jesus. The law of the spirit of life has set you free. In Christ Jesus, from the law of sin and death, for God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do. By sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin he condemned sin in the flesh in order 
that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. I'm going to go back one more. I'm going to say who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit set their minds on the things of the spirit. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, amen. Amen. I love it. I love it. And it's a, it's a great, no, not even a segue. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what we're talking about. By doing exactly what we were supposed to be doing. Ask if, if you're, if you're so, so, um, these are the times, this is the times of the church. I mean, we are living in the time of the church. If God set aside the Israelites for us, this is our moment. Amen. It's right accept, now. <laughs> accept it. it just accept, yeah, accept, accept it. Accept the fact that you are in the hot seat now. Either that or just don't call yourself a Christian. Because yes. if you want to just be a convenient Christian, cool, you're going to heaven. That's great. But see, there are rewards that are given yes. to all Christians. How many do you want to get? Do you want to just get them? get the one of being saved? And I, I mean, if that's all you want, fine. You know, just go to work, go home, play with your kids and pretend like the world is going to just, it's going to end one day and that's fine. But me personally, I want every crown that God has to give to me and I want mm -hmm. more than once. I mean, I don't, I don't care about the things of this world. I mean, I spend money. You know me. Water. I spend money like it's, like it's grown, like it's water, man. I don't care about it. I don't care how much money I got in my account. I don't care about nothing. Once the bills is paid, Bro, you're the worst we can spend the rest on chicken. Because I drop a bill on chicken. <laughs> <laughs> we can spend the rest on yeah. chicken because it don't bother me. All I really want, and I mean, and 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 B, you can vouch for this. The last time me and you went out last yeah. a couple weeks ago, last week or whatever time it was, oh. we had a great time. But we spent ninety percent of that yeah, night sure. talking about God and talking about the faith, and that's there. And and I, you know me, I get loud. <laughs> I don't care where we at. I don't care how. Right. I, I don't. I don't mind who listening, Because right. I just hope somebody's listening. But I mean, um. Nobody would have walked by that table not knowing they were exactly. walking they by three Christians. Everyone knows, right? They know, they know. And the ones that we made—I mean, the, 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 if there—I don't know if there were, but if there were any that got uncomfortable, uh, what we were discussing—it's a good thing. Uh, they got, thing got, they got annoyed with what we were discussing. The fact of the matter is, they heard me. Are you? Right. They heard us. They heard us talking. They heard what we had to say, and whether they were Christian or not. They heard what we had to say. And the goal of the matter is to to not be seen, mm -hmm. but be heard. <laughs> because, I mean, they're not going to remember my name. They're not going to remember my face. But they right. have to, they're they going to remember what they heard. <laughs> they're going to remember what they heard. But, I mean, as a Christian, we should want to not for it to be a convenient, cool thing that we do on Sundays just so we can wear our Sundays best. Because, hey, Monday through Saturday is the test days. You know what I'm saying? You you you're being tested Monday through Saturday. And the only purpose for Sunday is to rejuvenate. So, hey, you know, don't be a Christian for for 2 hours of your day. I mean, don't stop mm. taking Jesus on dates. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Stop taking Jesus on a date because you already you you're already married. Mm -hmm. So if you're already married, you're already part of the bride of Christ. There's no point in taking like him that. on dates. I like that. <laughs> and I mean, it's just it, I, I appreciate you taking the time to have the conversation because I think that we see this in the culture, we see this in society, and it's such a bigger calling, and it's it's a it, it's an honor to really serve and to really have that as a lifestyle and to really enjoy that fellowship. Um, that's really the, the thrill of life for me, spice of life. So mm -hmm. I appreciate you kind of going through that uh, dialogue with me because that convenience has got to stop. And uh, I think we both kind of conceded that there are points in our lives where we thrive for convenience versus fitting our lifestyle to pleasing him and being able to Correct. keep our eyes uh, focused on him is a thrill. I mean, in and of itself, it's fulfilling. Um, and I just want to continue to go strong in that because I know I have had battles where it definitely, it, the pressure can be felt. Um, and the, I don't know if it's attacks that you can feel spiritually coming because of the desire to be close to him um that convenience kills everything um and i can see it in other people and it's a good reminder for me to really get myself um where i need to be uh and back into my leadership role right yeah um so uh as we conclude I'm, i mean of course i'm gonna pray before we go but um I think, like I said, the main takeaway from all of this is Christianity isn't a convenient thing. So if it if it's if if you're making it a convenience, that means you're you're taking pieces out of it so yes. that it's convenient for you. Bits and pieces. Um, and yes, and and you're you're doing things so that the world and so that man is pleased, but you, but you don't realize that you're displeasing Christ. You're displeasing God in the process because of the fact that you're doing things against him for the sake right. of pleasing man. Let that point be um, heard. Anybody that's listening so, to uh, um, the, the profoundness and depth of yeah. that point cannot be em em emphasized enough. Um, close us out. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now, first off, to tell you thank you, Lord. Thank you for another day above ground, Lord God. We thank you for blessing us with the, the humbleness to speak the truth and to speak it uh, openly over the airway so that people may hear your truth, Lord God. Lord, we understand that that this world has things about it that we, we always will find intriguing or uh as Eve saw it, good for food. Um, however, we know that just just because it's good for food, that doesn't mean that you didn't tell us not to eat it. Um, Lord, we just we just humble ourselves before your presence, Lord God, and we just ask that you make us better Christians, Lord. Make us stronger-minded so that we're able to do your will on this earth, Lord. Lord, we pray that souls will be saved on today, Lord God. We pray that your will will be done here on earth as it is in heaven, Lord God, and we can't wait to see you face-to-face, -face, Lord. And we just love you and we thank you when we ask all these things in your precious son, Jesus' name. And we all say thank God, amen. And amen. Thank you, Mark. This episode. Uh, All right. Peace. No problem, brother.
Thank you.